Welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Podcast. Well, welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Podcast. It's so great to have you with me. You know, I want to say I really enjoy the community that has grown up around this podcast. I love hearing from you. I love thinking of you being out there listening as I record this thing. Uh, I, I love the the reports I hear about how people are leading differently and making a difference in the world based on what we talk about. And so thanks for joining me. You know, I want to talk for just a moment in this podcast uh, about seeing the broader trends of society, about understanding the macro trends rather than just being immersed in individual news stories. You know, we've had this great analogy for centuries, really, about not being able to see the forest for the trees. You understand what that means. It means that people are so aware of what's on the ground and immediately in their face that they rarely, to use our modern language, zoom out and see the big picture. It's hard to see the macro. It's hard to see the big. You're just besieged by constant news stories. And it's hard to put a a big banner over it, to have an understanding of the broad picture and and what's going on. We're living in a fascinating time, especially in in Western culture. That includes America, but but, but especially in Western culture, uh, that, that has to do with morality and justice and, in a sense, trying to set things right. Just consider for a moment the news stories that have dominated our recent headlines. There's the Jesse Smollett, I believe it's how you say it, story. This is the young young man who's an actor on the on the TV series Empire, and it, and apparently, if the allegations are true and the charges are true, uh, the young man scripted his own molestation, his own mugging, uh, a racist, homophobe mugging, um, in order to get press and get more money for his role on Empire. That's those are the charges. There are about sixteen of them that police have made. Uh, one of the more interesting moments I've had recently is watching the chief of police in Chicago talk about this, talk about how definite the evidence was, talk about how disgusted he was, talk about how proud of his department he was, but but really say as a black man, and this, this is a fine black man, this chief of police, um, just disgusted by how race and homophobia were played as part of this. And so there's a real sense of injustice and a real sense of, of betrayal uh, by this young Afri- African-American actor. Then you have the more recent, what people are calling the varsity blues scandal, uh, meaning these wealthy parents, in many cases, prominent parents, especially to Hollywood actresses who have paid and done corrupt things to get their kids into the right colleges or the colleges that they wanted. They've bribed university officials. They've apparently paid people to take the SAT for their children. Uh, They enlisted an immoral uh, coach who uh, basically bribed people and even got their kids appointments to universities as athletes for sports they never played. You've been hearing about this. You know as much about it as I do. But Again, the outrage, uh, the sense of uh, things needing to be set right, and the movement that's going to happen in universities now to sort of rationalize and make righteous, make just, make moral their application process. And then, of course, we have the ongoing Me Too movement. Moment We've been having this for years. Uh, this is not just women griping.
griping. This is something being set right that needed to be set right. And consider just for a moment the, the careers, the lives that have been decimated. I think of major Hollywood actors. I think of major military leaders. I think of major uh, politicians and figures on our national scene. Uh, internationally, the same thing. Uh, many of them failed. Entire careers shut down uh, because they did what once was sanctioned by our society. At one time, it was winked at and understood and accepted and played to. Uh, but then there came a sense that this is unjust. This is wrong. And people rose up. Women largely rose up. And, and men then later helped. Good men later helped by saying, it is wrong. It is wrong that women are molested. It is wrong that you have the casting couch, as they call it in Hollywood. It is wrong that a woman, uh, you know the stat that I'm constantly quoting because I spend so much time on college university campuses, that 20% of women on college and university campuses are sexually molested. That's unjust. That's wrong. Something's got to be done. Something's got to happen. And and then, of course, we know about the scandal in the uh, U.S. Olympics team uh, with a, a doctor who was basically molesting women, calling it physical therapy for their gymnastics work. And so there's the sense of injustice. There's a sense that things have been wrong. There's some, the sense that people have been immoral and that things have to be righted. And a doctor has gone to prison and officials have had to resign. Uh, and all of it is as it should be. Of course, it should never happen in the first place. Uh, and, and then, of course, you have what I'll call, and I'm, I'm not putting these at his door, so don't be upset with me. You know I'm right of center politically, but I'll call them the Trump-related trials, the Trump-related prosecutions. It's not saying, this is not my assumption that he did anything wrong, but there's no question that people who came into national prominence with the Trump presidency, there have been a number of uh, now criminal charges. There have been a number of indictments. There have been, there's actually, um, as I've told you before, right outside my window here in Washington, D.C., I watched the Manafort trial unfold just this past week. Uh, Manafort, who was once the head of Trump's campaign, uh, campaign manager has been charged. He's a, he's in his, he's about seventy. He's been charged with almost a decade in prison, and there may be more. In fact, there are more charges coming from New York. So, uh, and then you have the Cohen hearings that happened on Capitol Hill, and you have others with his administration uh, who are being indicted and charged. And there may be further trials. What's the point? The point is that people have a sense of justice and rectitude, that there's a, we're in an age where people are not willing to put up with this. I frankly don't think that, that Manafort would even have been charged. Uh, possibly it wouldn't even have come to public notice 30 or 40 years ago. It's not that we were more corrupt. It's that these things just didn't get the attention that they do now. But uh, he was hit not as hard as he could have been, but pretty hard this past week for a man who's basically going to spend the rest of his meaningful years in prison. And then, of course, you have the ongoing uh, sense of injustice and the calling for rectitude and righteousness regarding race. On the college campus, it's very common to see blacks and whites protesting together uh, the way books are written or monuments or uh, the treatment of blacks in some situation. I love I love the fact that when there is a, a shooting that's questionable, the crowd that's often chanting and demanding uh, justice is not just one color, not the color of the person of the victim, the person shot. It's It's mixed race. We have a generation that's rising up and asking for justice. So 
we're, we're, this is the this is one of the main macro trends, and I think it's important. We we, we have sort of an offense industry, uh, a tendency towards quick offense in our society, and so some people spend more time being offended than they spend time being thoughtful. They don't really think about what's happening. They don't really think about the broad picture. But I like to zoom out. I'm, I'm more of a historian. I'm more of a cultural analyst. I pull out and think broad, broadly. I think about these things than most people are willing to. I'm not complimenting myself. I'm just saying this is how I naturally think. Um, I often joke that I, I fly a lot, and so I see uh, whole sections of the country from 35,000 feet, and that tends to be how I like to look at our culture, too, when I can, uh, is from 30,000, 30, 35,000 feet, and see the broad picture. And so what's going on in our generation is a sense that there have been uh, systemic injustices that have not been dealt with. And Even though the trials and the actual political happenings and the legal happenings are not being run by millennials, it's interesting that a lot of what has fueled this are the other millennials, the millennial generation, that group of young people who basically came of age, stepped into the, you know, became 18, 19, 20, along about the dawn of the millennium. Uh, That group has really fueled the justice movement, so to speak, the insistence upon justice. That, That generation is very community oriented. As we know, they virtually created Starbucks. Uh, that generation is very much turned towards justice and what's right and what's wrong. And they can sometimes be silly in being incensed, but uh, they have a strong sense of justice. I, I love that generation. I've dedicated books to them. I speak to them often. Uh, I try to impact them as much as I can. I, I really love the millennials and think they have a lot to say to us. Um, Yeah, sometimes their sense of injustice can be inflated. Many times they're historically ignorant. Uh, I'm sorry about that. That's a failure of our schools. That's a failure of of valuing history in our culture. Um, Quick little side story. I may have already told this. I don't think I have. Uh, A high-ranking military officer was asked to speak uh, at at a middle school. And when he went to speak, the teacher introduced him as having been involved in World War XI. Uh, the teacher was not knowledgeable enough to know that the Roman numerals two uh, are actually two. It's as he was he fought in the Second World War, uh, and so she introduced him as having worked fought in World War Eleven. And it wasn't just one quick slip up. She said it repeatedly in a two paragraph introduction, and the man got up and walked out. Well, that's that's I have to say that's somewhat typical of the kind of ignorance of history that I find uh, in a lot of our schools, and so it's no surprise that the millennials often don't uh, really know the history they ought to, and they they make broad judgments about slavery, about people who fought in the Civil War. They're unaware, for example, that some folks fought for the Confederacy uh, who were fighting for their homeland, but they were actually anti-slavery. That it was a far more complex scene that they might suspect. That some folks who fought for the Union were actually pro-slavery, but just believe that the federal government should should prevail. We can go on and on and on with all of this, and that's not me defending the Confederacy. But what I'm saying is the macro tend of our society is that we have come to a point where there's the sense that we're dirty. There's the sense that we're unclean. There's the sense that injustices have been allowed to exist. But there's also a sense and it's born of social media. It's born of our televised media. It's it's born of the uh, the way to, uh, we have this viralness to our society. There's also a sense that things can be changed. There's also a sense that things can be reformed in our time, and that's good. Historians know that we've gone through certain cycles of that. We've gone through times when there's not much reform, and then finally someone says, you know, we've got to take care better care of immigrants. 
or we've got to stop having children work in factories from the age of seven, or, 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 or we've got to reform what goes on in meat t- packing plants. I'm thinking of Sinclair and his writings in the jungle. Um, I, we, many of us could talk about this. Even the novels of Dickens prompted reforms in Victoria, England. We could go on and on and on with this, but a reformist impulse happens from time to time throughout history, and we're in one now. What's interesting, of course, is that it is one that is calling for justice uh, on some major fronts, and yet often it's rooted in ignorance. In other words, the people who are calling for reform are right about the need for reform, but they haven't really thought through the solutions. We have people newly appointed to Congress who are uh, calling themselves socialists, saying I'm not uncomfortable with the word socialist and, and, and lean far left. But it's obvious when they speak, even though they're identifying things that are actually wrong and need to be addressed in our society, uh, they, are, they are not very well read. They do not have a, a strong background. It's interesting that they're so young. We have a 29-year-old congresswoman uh, who's very left-leaning in the American Congress. But when she opens her mouth, even though she might be identifying something that needs to be addressed, her solutions indicate a lack of knowledge, a lack of understanding. Um, I love the fact that the, uh, hopefully, the the new president of Venezuela asked some of the socialists in the American Congress to come down to his country and see the devastations that socialism had wrought. Uh, He was saying, hey, you don't want to go here. We've already had that in this country, and it dang near wiped us out as a nation. So so don't be stupid. But but some of the folks are. I'm not going to call them stupid, but some of them are unlearned. So we've got a combination of things going here. We've got a sense that injustices have been done and that they're not being addressed, number one. Number two, we've got a sense that there can be reform, that that even high school students or or people who are largely marginalized can use the modern social medias and and bring change. Uh, We've got a sense that some of the old ways that the, 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 the society that we were handed uh, was good, but it has a lot of injustices in it, and it's going to take a new generation to arise to change it. Uh, and then we've got this sense, this 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 strong sense that uh, there 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 is an enemy. There are evil ones. There are robber barons, as we used to say in an earlier generation. There are people who are per- perpetrating evil, and they've got to fall. And What's going on now is what's going to happen, and it's important for you to watch these trends, is that you can have, be careful how you hear me say this this, uh, this next phrase, because it's, it's critically important for understanding our times. There's a difference between justice and an inflated sense of justice. Uh, I'm with most of the reforms that are happening. You know that I think that the Me Too, me Too moment... Listen, people are always going to take some things to an extreme, but the Me Too, Me Too moment has been essential. Uh, you, you certainly know that I think this university scandal exposes uh, crises in the admissions process that uh, many of us have been aware of for years. We just didn't know that Hollywood was spending such huge money uh, to get their kids into school. Of course, I've spoken out many times on this podcast about the corruption that surrounds Donald Trump uh, in, in, in his administration, etc. I mean, these are things that, that, that we have spoken for. So I'm, I'm, I'm I'm with the idea that there is an uh, immorality and unrighteousness that needs to be dealt with. But two things we have to watch out for. One is an inflated sense of justice. Much as I love the millennials, for example, they can be unbelievably self-righteous. They can speak as though they have no flaws. They can accuse as though the world ought to be perfect. Well, 
I'm speaking as a Christian, and I understand that the world has great beauty in it and that we ought to strive and contend for justice and righteousness and defend the defenseless, etc. I'm with all of that and have spent a good part of my life doing that. At the same time, I'm a Christian in the sense that I understand that the world is flawed. I don't expect anyone to be perfect. I don't expect that there will be perfect righteousness. I don't expect that this earth um, prior to the end of the age will ever become um, heaven. Heaven and earth are two different things. Man and men and angels are two different things. And everyone's flawed. Um, millennials, bless them, love them as I do, approach the world as though they are surprised by people's flaws. Uh, someone in one of, the, one of the socialists in Congress recently started talking about Ronald Reagan and some of the flaws that he had, as though she was shocked that a pre- American president would have flaws. Well, let's be clear. Every American president has had greatness in him, and every American president has had flaws. Every, every bus driver has a form of greatness in them and has flaws. I do. Every human being does. We shouldn't be shocked by the fact that the fall, that sin, that flaws beset mankind. And, and unfortunately, tragically, uh, sadly for me, uh, we have a generation, uh, the young ones especially, tend to wake up, look at the world, and are suddenly shocked and offended and hurt and disillusioned that there are flaws in the world. Now, psychologists probably would tell us that this is partly about them grappling with their own parents and what have you, but let's not psychologize it. The fact is there are forms of wickedness and unrighteousness. There is systemic evil in our society. And I'm glad these young people and also older ones who have a righteous sense are wanting to address it. But we, we cannot live constantly surprised by flaws in the world. We can deal with uh, illegalities. We can deal with systemic injustice. We can deal with uh, systemic kinds of issues. But I'm not surprised my father was, was fallen or flawed or damaged in some way. I'm not surprised my wife is or my mother was uh, or that I am. That's the nature of human life. So my point is we can't walk around constantly shocked, constantly disillusioned, and constantly offended. And that brings me to the next word that I want to identify, and that is uh, if we have an inflated sense of justice, we're going to have an inflated sense of offense. And you don't want to live your life constantly offended. You want to address wrongs that are offensive and unrighteous and evil and wicked, but you don't want to live your life both shocked and disillusioned and thus constantly offended with the world as it is. Yes, brain change. Yes, work for reform, but you have to land at a place of peace where you look realistically at the world and say it has great beauty and there's great nobility in man, but there are also great flaws and there are great evils. And you hold those two forces and intention in your own mind. I, I love this world. I love people. I love the beauty that I see here, but I am not surprised. I am not deceived. We live in a fallen world. That's why I have locks. That's why I have a gun. That's why I have a lawyer. Uh, that's why we you know do the things that we do. That's why I have security in my social media, because there's evil in the world. Uh, that's why you you save up uh, money so you have money in the future because difficult things may may happen. That's why you have insurance because hard things may happen, and that's just living in reality. But you can't let it rob you of your peace. You can't let it rob you of uh, your, your your sense of balance about how you're going to live in this world. So right now we're living at a time when people are discovering 
uh, increasingly that there are these certain forces of systemic evil and unrighteousness, and they're wanting to address them, and they're wanting reform, and they're wanting change now. And we go through those cycles, and I'm glad for them right now. But I'm speaking to you personally, I'm speaking to you as an individual. Get a good grip on the fact there is great beauty and great evil in the world. There's great justice and great injustice in the world. There is love and peace and glory, and there is also constantly constantly simmering evil and uh, constant conspiracies taking place. This is what it means to live on planet Earth as a human being. And then have a sense of justice, but don't have it be an inflated sense of justice so that everything is something that has to be addressed so that you're constantly offended, constantly disillusioned, constantly knocked off balance by, by, by the fact that someone wasn't perfect. Ronald Reagan was a largely good and virtuous leader. There were things he did wrong. That's always the way it is. Bev and I have this little joke when I do something wrong and she corrects me or, or, or her gifts kind of balance mine and we, we end up having a success, we'll say that's why there's two of us. Uh, in other words, that's why you aren't making this decision alone. You, you must have that same kind of attitude. Hey, I'm part of a body. I'm part of a larger group. Uh, my analysis alone does not prevail. So live in this world aware of the shape of the forest. Don't get lost just in the trees. The good news is you live in an age when people are wanting to correct wickedness that has sometimes existed for decades. It's noble. It's beautiful. It's righteous be part of it. But don't live offended. Don't live off balance. Don't live disillusioned. And don't live your life naively shocked by the fact that human beings are fallen. If you'll do that, you'll be more effective. In other words, if you live in balance, you'll be more effective. You'll be better able to bring change. You'll be a greater success. And you'll be better able to lead in these fascinating, but sometimes disoriented times. Stephen Mansfield is a New York Times best-selling author, a popular speaker, and a frequent faith and culture commentator on Fox and CNN. His groundbreaking books on faith and society include The Faith of George W. Bush, The Search for God in Guinness, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men, and Lincoln's Battle with God. Learn more at stephenmansfield.tv.